Dance. You are a scholar, right? Did you I, call yourself a scholar? I have been known to scour the texts uh, once or twice. <laughs> um, well, I, I, I need a definitive answer from you okay. right now. Are octopi aliens? That is, well, the answer is no. They're cephalopods. Um, <laughs> if, if we're really, if we're, if we're going to go down this path, uh, the answer is no, they're cephalopods. Um, weird coincidence that you're asking me about octopi. Cause I had a moving experience with an octopus recently, which is a weird oh my like, thing to say, but so we have this really cool place in Detroit called Belle Isle. It's an Island between uh detroit and canada it's it's really neat i'd never been there before um really yeah and we went in middle of december um when it uh was still like warm enough to walk around um yeah and so but everything was closed because it's it's winter time but it was still warm enough to walk around um and we went out there you know walked out to the end of uh at, at the very point of the the southern tip of the island you can see downtown really cool. You can see both sides of the river and yeah. it's really neat. Uh, so we went there and just like took, took some time, took a morning, walked around, did that stuff. And the aquarium there was open. Um, yeah. Which is pretty cool. And it is, it's a night, it was built in the twenties and they've just kept it up. And it like has that 1920s art deco, like subway tile inside. Like I think it's the oldest aquarium in the country. Is it that? Very cool. So. Uh and it's also free to get inside. Uh they ask for donations, but it's not uh it's not required. It's free to get inside, which is, is really cool. Um because Belle Isle is a state park. I, I you have to have a uh a parking pass to get on, which we do for uh reasons. Um <laughs> and uh anyway, so it's free to get inside, um very cool, very sweet. Uh and it's Michigan fish for the most part, like throughout the, throughout the aquarium, yeah. like it's, it's like big lake trout and river, uh, fish and things like that. Um, which is cool because normally I see those fish on the end of the fishing pole. So to see them like actually in a tank and <laughs> aquarium is pretty neat to see them swimming. Yeah. Um, and so we're walking through and they had an octopus there and it was a very old octopus and it had perched itself on the front of the glass. And it just stayed yeah. there for a couple of days and they had an octopus expert there. And he sat and talked to Ben and I for like 15 minutes about like octopuses feelings and octopuses like interactions with people and the way that they work and things like that. Uh, and it turned out that that octopus was actually perched there cause it was, it was dying. Um, Oh God. Yeah. Uh, Ben didn't understand, which was good. I didn't have to explain that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was saying like, yeah, he probably only has a couple days left. Like this is what octopuses do when they get to the end of their life. This one is 20 years old and is just about ready to go. And it was moving for a lot of reasons. One, him explaining like that octopuses have full on feeling, you know, like they talk as marine animals go. They talk a lot about how smart dolphins are and how like intelligent they are. But right. octopuses are right up there. Uh, in like number of synapses and things like that and, and computing power. So like 
it is uh they have full feelings they they mate they you know mate for life and things like that like uh all that kind of stuff and then just to be like yeah you might be the last people that see this octopus because we're gonna have to put up a cardboard like as he passes on people can't like come and watch him die that would be super depressing and not okay Um, right he's like so we're gonna we're gonna put cardboard up over the over the exhibit uh tomorrow and uh and just let him pass and uh so um all that to say uh are they aliens i don't think so they got they got too many feelings and also they're cephalopods Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how the heck are you? I am physically and mentally exhausted. As, as Boy, is howdy. the norm. Um, I think Ben is going through a leap um, mm-hmm. because we're... I haven't noticed anything super new about him yet, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. But just for no right. reason, starting on Sunday morning, he just decided 5.30 in the morning was the time he wanted to wake up. Well, it's because he goes to bed at like 6. He's been staying up late. On Saturday, he stayed oh, really? up till like 8. And then uh, and then went to bed at, uh, or and then woke up at 5.30. And My goodness. I thought it was punishing me because I went to trivia with our buddy for the first time. And like, I honestly, I don't ever go out. So I was like, uh, he, I think he was punishing me for coming home late and then waking up at five 30. Um, but yeah, he just decided if I, and then it was Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, just that's when he Jeez wanted to wake Louise. up. And then last night he, or last two nights. So, uh, starting on Wednesday night, um, I'm sorry, Tuesday night. I, all days run together. Uh, he just like right. woke up at two thirty and wanted to be awake. Just wanted to stay awake. Ready to party. Yep. And uh, so normally, if in the untrained eye, you'd see that and be like, "Oh, it's just a one-off thing." But I know better. I know better. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. And last night he was, you know, up and down, up and down. Needed somebody to sleep with him, and then, um. I think I said this last week, but then my small one's getting like six teeth right now. They've all started to pop Ugh. through, uh, but the three of them are molars. So, gotcha. What a fun time Yikes. to not sleep in our house. What a fun time! It's also a full moon, which is why I think my kids didn't sleep last night. I was very curious about that the other night on Wednesday or Tuesday night when Ben woke up at two thirty because Ben woke up at two thirty, Will woke up at three thirty. And both of them just wanted to be awake. And I was like, it's got to be a full yeah. moon. It's got to be like... Definitely a full moon. Uh, because that's... That is even abnormal for my kids. Like, normally, like, they'll at least sleep until, like, 6.30. So... Right. Yikes. Yikes, yikes. <sighs> C'est la vie, you know? Right. So, uh, what's been going on with you all? It's been, a, it's been, like, a couple weeks since we've recorded. Um... January 11th, I think, was the last time we recorded. It's been a couple and weeks. so much has happened in these last two weeks. At the same so time, much. it feels like everything has been mushed together into, like, one. Um, well, let's, let's give an update for the people who, who need to know. Uh, the Lions are playing for a trip to go to the Super Bowl. 
They're doing it, baby. When we last recorded, it was just the beginning of the playoffs. They hadn't even they hadn't even played, or maybe they, they had just won yet. the uh, beat the Rams. I don't even remember. They just beat the Rams. No, I don't remember either. Uh, they played the Rams on the fourteenth, and then they played uh, uh, the Buccaneers on the twenty first. Yeah, so. so- hadn't even played in they the hadn't playoffs. even played and we uh, we were anxiety ridden and didn't know what to do and um it uh it's been a magical couple of weeks it's been a nice time to be a lions fan and i don't get to say that very often um i watched the games from my couch like i like i knew i would yeah but you had a very unique experience watching these football games how's it been in your f- Second year being a Lions fan, already going to the NFC Championship game. It's amazing, right? It's an amazing time to be alive. Uh, it really it's is. a great time to jump on that bandwagon. Uh, and I'll, I'll admit, I'm jumping on a wagon, right? I wasn't there four years ago, three years ago when Campbell was brought on. Uh, That's fair. But I also wasn't a football fan. Um, boy, howdy. It's... Been fun to watch. It's gonna suck if like next year they just like, you know, go back downhill. Um, yeah, I. It's that dark creeping thought in the back of my mind, which I think exists in any Lions fan's mind at any time, right? Uh, of like, what if this is the one and done thing? What if, what if we suck right. again? Uh, but at the same time, just, just soak it in. Yeah, yeah. So it's been it's been a lot of fun. Um, uh, first play or yeah, the first playoff game against the Rams was uh, a Sunday, and we had Grayson's birthday party that day. So we had a lot of oh, people yeah. over, and then they left uh, like just in time for me to watch the game. So I I watched the game. Kayla or not Kayla, Cora stayed the night at um, Kayla's parents' house. Uh, that night, so it was like, oh yes, like Cora's not here. Just I can this. have the TV. Um, yeah, so we watched that, and then la- uh, this past Sunday we were at a family get together, and they put it on the TV there. I got to watch it there, but it's been boy howdy, it's been great. It's been great to watch. And Jake from Australia has been checking on us, making sure we're doing good, that our heart rates are staying down, um, because he doesn't have anybody to root for anymore. Well. It was a tough ending for him, but uh, he'll be back next year. Um, I yeah. I told Katie, so watching the Rams game, I was so anxious all week. Litany of reasons, and yeah. we talked about it on the episode, like it's the best quarterback the Lions have ever had coming home to, to steal our hopes and dreams away. It's, you know, it was a whole litany of reasons. And once we got in that Sunday, I was so anxious all day it was driving katie insane she's like your anxiety literally is palpable right now i'm like i can't there's nothing i can do about it there's no amount of of de-stressing that i could do that would make me feel good about what's and it was it was the night game remember it was the it was the eight o'clock game so like you had to wait all night to get there and i was like there's nothing i can do about this i i am sorry there this is it um and i was like Next week, I promise, no, I will be less anxious. No matter what happens, if the if the Lions <laughs> win, we won a playoff game. Next week is is house money. Uh, if they lose, 
we won't be playing football and I won't be anxious because we won't be playing football. Um, right. I was a little bit wrong, a little bit wrong. I was less anxious. I was not all week worrying about it, but I definitely, as these stakes have gone up, right. And as it's like one more win. Yeah. And then we were like, I was like, we are heavy favorites against the Buccaneers. We should win a second playoff game. And then by the time the game rolled around, I was, I was anxious. I was, it was playoff football is not for the weak of the heart. I'll give you that. Especially when you're a Lions fan. Yeah. And we've got the 49ers coming up on Sunday and odds are against us, but who knows? It's who knows. And if they lose, I don't think anybody will be angry. I am at the point now that I'm not nervous because on one hand, I think coming in as an underdog makes me feel so much better than coming in as a favorite. Uh, Like when you go into a game and your team's favorited, the only thing they can do is meet or uh, meet expectations or fail. Right? Like there's, Right. There's not really exceeding expectations. I guess you could blow them out, but that happens so little in in the NFL. Like, it's not like uh like a football team that or a college football team that goes up like four touchdowns. Like, you don't really do that in the NFL, and so you can only either meet expectations or fail. So, like last week against the Bucks, I was like, we're favorites. We should win this game. We should win this game comfortably. Like, what if we don't? What if the Bucks come out right. and beat us? What if, you know, all this stuff. This week, coming in as we're a touchdown uh, underdog, right? So people don't need, people think we're going to get, that's from a betting standpoint, like a heavy f- underdog. Like three points is about average for uh, what is like gotcha. a normal underdog that we're seven point uh, underdogs. So it is a, uh, all you can either do is meet expectations or exceed expectations, right? So, like, worst case scenario, yeah. we lose, but we meet expectations that we were supposed to lose, right? Or we pull off the upset, we win, and that's we exceed expectations. We go to the Super Bowl for the first time ever. Yeah. And it seems like, man, it seems like the entire country wants the Lions to win, which is. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good feeling. Pretty cool to see that happen. And like everybody is behind it and sees what's going on. And it's a pretty, pretty amazing thing to watch from the outside. I could only imagine being a lifelong fan, like actually living in this moment, you know, and and being here to see all this, you know, just being like a two year guy. Still pretty cool. Still pretty neat thing to watch. It has been really interesting. So obviously I, I listen to every Lions podcast. I listen to every, you know, YouTube video cut up of, of the Lions and I read all the articles. There were a lot of really cool articles that came out after the Rams game about people who had lost people who were Lions fans, right? Because, and it's hard to put this into like perspective for people who don't live, um, in what I would say, like in a football state, right? Like. If you're in LA, you like the Rams, but your life's not centered around the Rams. You got everything else to do in LA, right? right? Same for New York. Um, 
as terrible as it sounds for a long time in Detroit, all we had to do was the, you know, watch the lions and the red wings and the Pistons for that tiny little amount in the nineties. Um, but like all we ever really had was football. Everyone here plays football growing up. Everyone, when you're, when you're out on a playground at recess, people are throwing a football around. Like it is just that important to this area. Uh, so much so when we moved up here from South Carolina, I was playing soccer in South Carolina. Uh, I think I've told this story before. I was playing uh, soccer in South Carolina. I was pretty good at it. I was uh, actually playing on my sister's team who was two years older than me. Uh, And when we moved up here, football was the number one thing. Everybody played football. People didn't, people really didn't like soccer as, as weird as that sounds, but like people didn't really like soccer. Uh, So I like immediately, I was like, I'm going to play football. And that's what I did because that's what you do at that age up here. Right. And so football is such a an integral part um that people rooted for the Lions for a long time without seeing any success. Uh and the stories that came out after were very cool. And I started thinking back of like I used to not watch the Lions as much growing up, one because they sucked. Uh and two, uh I was more of a college football fan. I was really, really into Michigan mm. growing up. Um and also, they won the national championship. Good year for me. Um, right. But so I, I didn't even really start watching professional football like intensely until college. And so even thinking back to all those people that have been here for years, like people who remember yeah. the like watching the draft when Matthew Stafford was drafted, people who like remember watching Barry Sanders play, like all that kind of stuff uh is wild to me because I, I even like for as hardcore of a fan as i am now i didn't even really start watching until about 10 years ago so mm. right that's pretty neat yeah it's a good it time it's to a, be a, it's a pretty cool thing good time to be a michigan or a football fan in michigan right now <laughs> absolutely um well we'll see what happens come sunday uh big day big day um and i'm sure we'll talk about it next week um, um you can bet we will. But uh, <laughs> so before we jump into our main topic, how uh, how are things going? What's new with with the fam? Things are pretty good. Um, we are in a a not a period of transition, but as Ben so backing all the way up, kind of thinking about life and finance and things like that. When we bought this house. And we've talked generally about this before, but we thought we would be able to move out of it when the kids got bigger and we needed more space and things like that. That's the lie they tell you when you buy a house to everyone who hasn't bought a house before. They tell you, don't worry, it's in a great neighborhood and it's easy to resell and move out. And it all kind of started a couple of weeks ago. I got cold called by a realtor. Oh, really? Asking to sell our house. Like uh, one of the realtors in Royal Oak called and said, hey, uh... I have people interested in your area. Are you willing to sell your house? And I was like, I'll be honest. No, I, like I <laughs> am I interested? Absolutely. But can we afford anything else right now? No, I, we just can't like, no, especially not in that area. No. And, and so, you know, we, we're in this mode now where we have to start thinking about where's Ben going to go to elementary school. Yeah. You know, we've already talked about, it. he goes to preschool uh, in a different district because of the half day stuff and things like that. Well, now his friends that he's made 
live up there and they, you know, are going to go to this school all the way through elementary school and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, do we, we have to start thinking about where he's going to go to elementary school. We got to start thinking about where Will's going to go to preschool and then elementary school, you know, like all this stuff starting to move and we start, we have to start making these, I would say longer term plans because this first couple, you know, Ben will be four at the end of the summer. So we'll call it three and a half years. This first three and a half years has been kind of just surviving is the best way to put it. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, by the time Ben was, was leveled out as a kid, we were pregnant with Will already. So it was just right back into the fire. And so now it's really starting to transition into, okay, we really got to like do more than just survive. We got to start making plans. We got to start laying this stuff out. We got to start thinking about like, what can we start to do? Do we, do we start saving money and, and like, biding our time and waiting for a how like to move to a district that we really want our kids to go to school in. Do we, you know, right. Even we'd probably not upgrade our house if we did that. Right. Because of the way the world works around here. And do we, you know, what are we going to do about that? We want to take some family vacation. So it's been a, if we do this every January, I think that's a, a January thing uh, for us is like, instead of new year's resolutions, we make like, Hey, we're going to buckle down on our finances resolutions. And then by the end of the year, when all right. the holidays roll around and, and birthdays, you're like, I, we did our best. Uh, try again next year. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so we, uh, that's kind of where we've been at these last few weeks is like trying to reevaluate what we're doing, where we are. Um, Katie's been thinking about if, maybe she can get a job at another district. Could Ben go to school in that district where she's working? Um, because that's, uh, yeah. uh, another possibility. So something she's thinking about there too. So a couple different things going on, but that's been kind of, uh, our life over the last few weeks. Um, also heavily dominated by the lions. I can't, I can't lie. A lot of my brain right. power has been going to, uh, schematically how do lions win these games because I have zero influence on it. So that's all I can think about. Um, right. So yeah, that's been kind of a kind of us. How about you guys? How's your start of the year gone? Um, it's going. You know, we're kind of in the same a, a mild mindset. I mean, thankfully, uh, I don't want to like, I don't want to knock your house down. Thankfully, our house is a little bit bigger yeah. than your house, right? So, but it's something that's always been on our mind too. The fact that Grayson's room is really just like, yeah. It's not meant to be a, like a you know young like boys' room. It's meant to be like an office, if that. It was too small for Kayla's plants before you had Grayson. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's kind of like my biggest issue with the house. But it's it's we're kind of in the same spot. Like I don't have any money saved up to look at another house, but I also don't have anybody cold calling me looking to set like buy it either. Um, you are in a very hot area, you yeah. know. Uh, where I live is country. There's nothing around. It's 30 minutes to civilization. You are in like the, my favorite area of Metro Detroit, right? Like it's, yeah. it's an amazing spot. Um, so those, those moments come and go every once in a while, but thankfully I think, you know, until the market makes sense, we at least can be cool here for a while, which is nice. Um, and if worse comes to worse, we can always build a bedroom in our basement yeah uh put yeah, up some could. walls and have a kid sleep down there um but really other than that um 
we're getting to the point now where our kids are also making leaps. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's to the point where Cora is four, just over four. Grayson just turned two. Cora is now, and I don't know if Ben's there yet, but he may get to there. Cora is absolutely fighting bedtime. It's so bad. Ben is there too. Ben's in a it's a, a rough. it's been a like a hard few months, and I know it's toddler stuff, but like if you tell him to do something, he does not want to do that. And yeah, in a huge like um, if he wants something and you tell him no, he'll just keep repeating, "I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and be very upset. So like him and Katie play this um computer game called Toontown. Uh, which is like this okay. Disney like uh technically it's a Disney MMO, but that I would not consider it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um and Ben really likes watching Katie play it. It's simple enough that Ben can play it. Um and Katie's computer is a touchscreen, so like he can press things and poke things on the right. screen instead of having to use the mouse and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's been really nice for them to to play and have that together. But the problem is we limit screen time, pr you know, pretty heavily in our house. We don't really have a lot of screen yeah. time. And so he'll, we'll, they'll play Toontown for 20 minutes or so. Uh, but now he wants to play all the time forever. Right. Yeah. And so it's, if no, we're, you know, it's dinner time. We're not going to play Toontown. You know, no, we're getting ready for bed. We're not going to play Toontown. That's when the meltdowns and the yelling happens and things like that. So bedtime oh, for rough. sure. Yeah, so the age that Ben's at now was kind of right around when we got a tablet. Um, and Cora is obsessed with her tablet. And we don't limit screen time as much as you do. Um, but this week, I've been pretty firm on like 7 o'clock. We're turning off every screen. And uh, we're going to do books and activities that burn out your energy mm -hmm. so uh what we do is we karate chop and kick pillows nice and like and then they'll go and they'll run from our living room into our dining room run around our table uh back to me and i'll throw them at the couch nice like covered in pillows to like give them that like you know that uh you also saw like, that tiktok didn't you yeah yeah and we've been doing it almost every night um and we'll do this for probably a half an hour. We'll rotate between karate chopping, kicking pillows, the throwing. We'll blanket swing them. So we'll just wrap them up in a blanket mm -hmm. and swing them. Um, or we'll do like uh, holding them in our laps and rocking back and forth while like applying pressure. Uh, just like get their energy out. And then we'll move into bedtime. Well, Cora's cool for a little while. And then she just isn't. And then she just is laying in bed, flopping around, sitting up. And then she pulls up. Oh, I need a snack. I'm mm -hmm. hungry. Oh, wait. Nope. Daddy I need more hungry. milk. I got to go potty. Um, and this and that. And that's really tough because it's to the point where I'm like, Cora, it's like we've been in here for an hour. Mm -hmm. I'm getting frustrated. You're upsetting me. Like, I just can't handle it sometimes. So she's doing that almost every night. Last night wasn't too bad. Last night she was tired and she just fell asleep on her own. But uh, it's it's pretty tough sometimes. And Grayson is now in a stage where he needs somebody to sit with him to go to bed, where he was so good for a long time. Um, and that's getting tough too because mm -hmm. 
a lot of times, I would say up until last week or the week before, I could sit with him, pat his butt, and he would fall asleep. Now I try to do that for like a half an hour, 40 minutes, and he then he just starts screaming for Kayla. Uh, and Cora that, wants Kayla, and Grayson wants Kayla, and both my that's tough. Weird how this aligns, but both my kids, Katie and I were just talking about it, both my <laughs> kids are in a mom-only phase. Uh, Will's always yeah. been, right, because he still breastfeeds yeah. and things like that, and that's just the age he's at. Uh, but when Ben switches into those modes of like, I need mom, especially overnight, because he'll wake up and need somebody to go lay in his bed. And if it's me, I can just go fall asleep in there. And if Katie needs help, she can call my phone and I'll, uh, I'll wake up. Right. Yeah. If Katie goes in there, when Will wakes up, he it's, it's buckshot, right? He could wake up in 20 minutes. He could wake up in three hours. We, we have no idea. Right. And he doesn't always go back to sleep on me. So it's like, now I have a screaming baby who needs mom and I have to go wake Katie up in Ben's room. And then Ben's not fully asleep and wants mom back. And it's just like, we've had a couple of those nights. So it just makes everything terrible, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's the most challenging piece right now is, is bedtime uh, for, at least for me personally and the kids um, outside of that, they're doing pretty great. Uh, I think I talked about this last time where Grayson is starting to really go leaps and bounds with like his communication Mm -hmm. and it's almost everything he says now. Um, Kayla and I, you know, know exactly what he's talking about and can have conversations with him for the most part, you know, and he doesn't do full on sentences, but enough to get the point across. Um, So that's always pretty amazing to see. Kayla and I were talking last night or today about Grayson. I think it was last night. And she's like, you know, it's sad because it's to the point where there's almost no baby left in him. Yeah. He's kind of all toddler and kid. And that's, that is kind of a sad thing that, you know, the baby's not really there. Did Grayson last longer as a baby for you than than uh, Cora did? Yes. And I think part of that is their intelligence level. Cora, I will always say how smart she is. She's the smartest kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cora was met. singing her ABCs when she was like 18 months old. She was insane. Yeah, insanely smart. And I think that's part of it. But Grayson, too, like, I don't know, he just had like a bigger head, like how babies have big yeah. heads and, uh, you know, waddled around and kind of his language took a little bit and talking took a little bit to catch up with him. But uh, yeah, definitely lasted longer as a baby than, than Cora did. That's for sure. We were just um, talking about this with. Uh with will how like he's still very much a baby to us like and he's still got the chunky round cheeks and the his hair is just now starting to grow in i just noticed today like he's got like a decent amount of hair in his head uh and so like but when ben was his age like 18 months that's when we were starting to be like oh you're a toddler like you're you're being you know uh he would start to play by himself and do his own thing and, and Will's just not there yet. And we're, uh, Katie and I were talking about that. Like, Will's still just a baby, you know, <laughs> when Ben wasn't at this age. Yeah. So, um, it's cool to see those moments of him really, you know, play with cars and play with dinosaurs and pretend to be a cat. And like, he's, he's very much in his dinosaur and car phase, which is really fun. Um, yeah it's it definitely is a little sad to see the baby go especially knowing that you know there's not gonna be any more after him so it's like well yeah it's tough but 
pretty soon he'll be out of diapers, which is just great. Hey, then they don't have to worry about carrying a diaper bag around. <laughs> honestly, all you can hope for. I he, yeah. I underestimated how nice it was to not even think about that when leaving the house with Ben. Like you just you just go places. You just go places and you check, hey, yeah. you gotta go potty and you know, he can go. Uh and like even now it, he's at the age now where you don't have to change his diaper all the time, right? They just get to a point where like yeah. they're becoming more regulated. They don't, you know, you just don't have to change it as often. And even now, when I change it, I was like, man, I it's not like I, I dread changing a diaper. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But like, compared to Ben, who just all of a sudden will yell from the bathroom, come wipe me. And that's the end of it. Right. That's the yeah. whole thing. And it's like the it's just so much easier. Um, so, yeah, it's. Uh, it is a wild view to see, like, the difference between the two. But then at the same time, uh, because I have two boys, they are the same person. I, I mean. <laughs> it's it's very funny to see uh each one has like their own little thing that they're more into like um yeah but will also had started to to do his own language um <clears throat> where he'll just grab one word and say it a bunch of times right so like now yeah. he wants to see what you're doing when you're cooking so he'll you know waddle his way in between you and the counter and go up 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 until you pick him up <laughs> Um, and, uh, I'll let, uh, Ben started this thing where he wanted to pretend I was a boat. So he'll sit on me and then I'll sing, row, row, row your boat and I'll rock back and forth side to side. Um, yeah. And Will only says the row. He'll just go row, 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 row. Uh, so it's, uh, yeah, it's wild. It's wild. I, I haven't gotten too nostalgic about it yet just because he's still like, he's still little. He's still a baby, right? Yeah. So, like, uh, I'm sure once we get closer to that age of, like, we're starting to think about potty training, we're starting to think about, like, what comes next, then I for sure will. But, like, for now, he's still he's still a baby. Yeah, for sure. Maybe once he uh, sleeps in yeah. his own bed, I, I will feel more nostalgic <laughs> to missing him. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Right now, you get you get enough of him. You, f you get him there every night. Get him snoring in my ear all night long. Right. Oh, that's... That's funny. Um, all right, Jared. It's been the wildest few weeks here in Michigan. Uh, some might say the biggest pain in the ass that there's ever been. Uh, I don't know if you say that, but I've been saying that. Sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, we got hit. So just to put a timestamp on this. Thursday, January 25th. Last week, we got the most ridiculous snow and ice. It was ludicrous. Like, the way it came in, it was raining, then it snowed a whole bunch, then it dropped below zero. Below zero, not below freezing, below zero. Yeah. And everything just froze. And it was, it was the worst. Couldn't go outside, couldn't go anywhere, couldn't do anything. It was crazy. So that happened, like, Tuesday the 16th. So last week, Cora had no days of school. Yep. She was off school all week. 
Um, and I think a lot of people in Michigan were that way. Um, and then this week, it's Thursday. We had uh, school on Monday and then no school on Tuesday because of fog. Uh, and then no school yesterday because of fog. That's wild. We we did yeah. not get the fog you guys got. Oh. Yeah, it was crazy, the fog that we had here. So it has been an insane couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> it basically got four weeks uh, of Christmas vacation for your kids. It was nuts, which I get it. School delays, we want our kids to be safe. School cancellations, yeah. we yeah. want the kids to be safe. Around here, all of the where there's a lot of back dirt roads, all of those were still complete ice as of like yesterday. Um, so I wanted to talk real quick about school cancellations and delays, and I understand why, but boy, howdy, are they inconvenient. I, I'm going to listen to you wax poetic on this topic when we talked about it. <laughs> I am lucky because when my kids don't have school, Katie also doesn't have school. Um, right. So as Katie mentioned, when I told her what topic she goes, I'm the unpaid labor that watches the kids on, uh, on days off. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, kind of, um, yeah, but, uh, so for me, it's pretty easy. Normally it's just them upstairs. It's much louder trying yeah. to get work done. But it's it's them just being upstairs, uh, hanging out, and I have to ha- put kids down for nap. But that's not anything I'm not used to, right? So, um, it's it's a little bit different, but not too crazy. Um, it would be tough if they had a snow day, and Katie still had to go to school. But that is like almost never right. happens. Yeah. So Ben, does he go just one day or how many? Two half days, Tuesday and Thursday half, half days. days. Gotcha. Okay. So Cora goes to school full four days a week, and Grayson goes to daycare three days a week. Thankfully, daycare doesn't really close that often. They say, you know, we're still open if you can make it. Great. So Grayson, thankfully, was at daycare last week which was pretty nice that's nice but cora on the other hand was home and the roads were shitty enough that you know we didn't really want her going anywhere so it was just like a week with cora uh which is good but it's kind of hard when you both are working and you have yeah a four-year-old <laughs> i in the house it is it is crazy to me um even trying to like your job is mostly on the phone, your job, my job, business people mostly on the phone. Yeah. And also Kayla, her job is on the phone. And so right. you're trying to communicate with other people and you just got like a kid running in and being like, daddy, can you help me with this? Dad, even uh, Katie was, was putting will down for a nap upstairs. And I was like, Oh yeah. Ben, Come downstairs. I have, you know, you've been in my basement. Uh, we keep puzzles yeah. and kid toys and stuff like that down here. And I was like, Ben, just come downstairs, play in your play area, and daddy's going to work. Uh, and I had somebody call me and uh, while he was down here. And he walked over here like three times like, hey, daddy, can you help me build this puzzle? Daddy, I need help. Daddy, can you come on? I was like, bud, yeah. I, you got to just stay over <laughs> there. Like, you can play with whatever you want. Honestly, don't even... 
get into the food for all I care, whatever it is. Just right. give me 10 minutes to finish this phone call. Yeah, it was it was tough. Um, now, I say a week with Cora, but in reality, she also went to her grandparents or like Kayla's parents house and my mom's house a couple times. Um, now, last Friday, when she would typically go to um, my mom's house, my mom was like, you know, I don't really feel comfortable driving in the roads because they're so icy. Mm-hmm. We're like, OK, you know, I don't have a ton of meetings. Kayla doesn't have a ton of clients. We'll be fine. Um but she did have a day where she went to her uh, Kayla's parents' house. Now, so she wasn't here all the time. But I think one thing that happened was she missed, she missed her friends, right? And she missed her social interactions that she has four days a week. Yeah. So I don't think her brain was just getting that interaction that she really needed. So I think that's why the nights have been kind of tough because she she's didn't not really getting the stimulation her... that she normally gets during school, yeah. right? Especially with how smart yeah. Cora is, that, that makes complete sense. Yeah, so she definitely, like, you know, her brain just wasn't running at the highest, you know, that it could be. So I think that that's part of why it made it such a long few weeks. You know, I've, I've only been into my office one week so far this, this year, which usually I'm there every, you know, three times a week. I feel like I've only been in the office like four times this whole year. Or this whole month, right? Um, and uh, and that's weird because you know I like to be out. I, I put this on Discord. I was like, I don't think I could ever do a re- completely remote job because I like the interactions, you know, in my office. Uh, so I just have been like felt cooped up. And then my birthday was last Thursday, and it was shitty out. And then we had it plans so the bad. previous Saturday. Yeah. It got like iced out, so I was like in a shitty mood because of that, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm just so sick of the snow and being cooped inside." Like I can't wait. I can't wait till we roll dice on Saturday. It it's the being cooped inside. I also can't wait for that. Uh it's <laughs> the being cooped inside. Like even today, it's nice enough here that nice in quotes nice enough. It's 34 yeah. degrees out, but when you've been below zero for a week and a half. It's nice enough that we could have gone outside and gone for a walk. Put the coats on, put the gloves on, gone for a yeah. walk. Uh, and we didn't because the kids just didn't want to and they didn't have pants on. It was like, all right, do we really want to spend all this time bundling <laughs> up just to go for a walk? Uh, right. But that's so different than like summertime. Just I don't care if you aren't wearing pants. You just go sit in the wagon. Like it's not the end of like just go outside. Yeah. And it's so hard this time of year because – you know, there's there's that TikTok that's like, we don't have hurricanes, we don't have snakes, whatever it is. Um, and it's true, you can repeat that to yourself, but with kids, and I've talked about this plenty, when, like, solo dadding, go outside, go to the park, but, like, it's such an integral part right. of, like, summertime, eating dinner, then, like, Ben and I will just go be in the backyard. It doesn't even matter what we're doing out there. We'll just go be in the backyard. We're out of Katie's hair, we're out of the house, we're like just outside you can't do that you're all stuck in one little house one little area and especially you know like there's that compromise of like we don't want to keep the tv on all the time but there's only a limited amount of things and like if they don't want to play with anything then you're forced to entertain them because you're the parent and like they're looking for you for entertainment so it's like come up from work 
dead tired. Katie, you know, got home from work, cooked dinner, and now has been watching them already for an hour and a half. And it's like, all right, now we got to, you know, pull up on the bootstraps and, and make sure the kids are entertained and things like that. And it's just, it's a, it's a tough time of year for sure. I think like it'll start to get better it'll and better and better. Uh, and then it'll be the rainy season and then it won't be fun because it'll yeah. be wet and muddy outside, but uh, it'll start to get a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. But like between last week, because and we talked about how like abnormally warm it was over Christmas and new years, but like yeah. as soon as that week ended, winter really hit here and it's going to last until the end of february right so like we basically right. have like another month month and a half of this where you're kind of stuck inside and it's going to be it's going to be tough it's going to be really hard to to keep it all together yeah yeah it's uh it'll be interesting to say you know like i don't i think that they've used all their snow days already for the year uh in the last week and this week that we've done so I don't quite know how they're going to figure that out. Um, but yeah, boy, the, these months in Michigan really just, really just suck. Uh, it just seems like January, February, every year always are, are crappy. Um, but uh, thankfully, you know, Kayla is uh, very adaptive and very good on the fly when it comes to like finding things for kids to do. So, you know, doing projects, trying to get them active as much as she can. And uh, even if it is tablet time, at least finding the very educational apps Mm -hmm. so that Cora can at least, you know, look at numbers or letters or color somehow, you know, by number, that kind of stuff. Uh, So she was able to, you know, at least last week, use that time and found some decent apps that Cora can, you know, do those things on. Which was which was good, you know. She was doing a lot of number games and math games uh, last week and over the weekend. So some education to it, but boy, it was it was tough. I think we all were getting each other getting under each other's skin. Oh, we're we're in that same boat. We're in that same boat of like every every little thing that's annoying is just magnified, right? Because there's nowhere yeah. to go. There's nothing to do. Nobody nobody's getting time away from anybody else because you're just all all in one spot yeah did uh did katie have uh snow days all week last week she had yeah i think she was off last week uh monday was martin luther king day right so we all had monday off last week and then they had snow days tuesday wednesday and then school thursday friday i think that's how that went yeah yep and then um this week snow day tuesday um because we got that like snow day overnight oh no i'm sorry we were supposed to get that snow day and it turned into rain that's what happened yeah on monday night into tuesday it just ended up being rain but they canceled school the night before um so katie and uh ben had snow days on tuesday and then um katie had school yesterday and ben had school today so gotcha so two days last week one day this week Right, so oof, just uh, a lot of indoor family time, which isn't bad, but just, uh, you know, it can be overwhelming. It can from time be. to time. <laughs> it is. It is a hard dichotomy. I'm sure you know. You can pick it up through all of our episodes, but like, 
there's nothing in this world I love more than my kids and my family. They're, they're the most yeah. beyond anything. But spending insane amounts of locked up time with them will drive me insane. <laughs> just how it is. This is how life is. It's, there's yeah. nothing to it. There's nothing to it. That's, that's exactly it. And especially like when they're our kid, my kids are both at the age where they can pick at each other and just annoy the crap out of each other. And like Grayson does it by accident, but Cora does it on purpose because she is an angsty teenager. Yes. In a four-year-old body. Katie has been quick to talk about how much Ben and I butt heads because oh yeah, it's very, I, Ben is intentionally trying to cross a line. I'm intentionally trying to say, you can't do that or else you're going to get in trouble. And Katie's like, you're trying to like, you two are wrestling for dominance. I was like, I, yeah, I mean, I don't see it that way, but, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been tough. He, he much better responds to Katie than he responds to me. So that's, yeah, I get that. Ugh, school. School, uh, one kids, day they'll go back life. and then the the summer the summer's gonna happen and then she'll be here every day for three months uh so that'll be exciting um yeah do you say uh you got anything else any other school delay tips no let's ideas, get out of here thoughts let's get out of here uh thank you all so much for listening we appreciate you if you haven't already, give us a like, a comment, and subscribe. Uh, a rating, a review, all that good stuff helps us out. Um, and we appreciate you all so much. Um, thank you so much to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. If you haven't yet, go follow us on our social media. We're at Big Dad Energy Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Big Dad Energy Podcast on Instagram and YouTube. We got episodes up on YouTube. Go check us out. Uh, drop a subscribe on YouTube, a like, help us uh, pump some of the videos. Um, we're just kind of getting it going as Joe and I are talking about. Uh, it's kind of crazy in life right now. There's a lot of uh, packed houses, uh, but we are going to try and do some more, more stuff on YouTube, do some more live streams, play some games together, uh, do stuff like that. So um, go follow us, subscribe on YouTube and uh, keep up with all of our socials. So thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. Appreciate you coming back every week. Uh, I'm Jerry Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, click the twice before you use them. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.